1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Feeling
2: like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker. The protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 AM to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the H.E.R.D. at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
0: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: All right, here we go, hour two. I'll try to recover from my bad takes, as J-Mac said. It's the H.E.R.D., wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. So my bad takes in the first hour, according to J-Mac... Is that when Justin Fields, who is 5 and 20 and closer to being a bust than a star, was asked about the five greatest running quarterbacks, he included himself. um, If you're 5 and 20, my take is as a quarterback, and anybody asks you about any top five all time great list, don't put yourself in it. Little self awareness. If you're an attorney that has had 30 cases and won five, and they talk about the greatest attorneys in closing argument history or the slickest or the funniest. Can't put yourself in the list. Haven't won enough cases. The second thing is Debo Samuel was not on the top 10 wide receiver list because he's not a top 10 wide receiver. In four years, he's had 1,000-yard receiving season. CeeDee Lamb in three years has had two because CeeDee's a better wide receiver than Debo. Debo's more versatile. By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of players in this league that are versatile, that doesn't necessarily mean best. I've, I mean, uh, to me, you know, uh, you look at a lot of professions, like let's just say, uh, you know, Jim Nance is the best play by play guy. That doesn't mean he's a great podcaster, a talk show host, a local anchor. He's a great play by play guy. That's what he is. Okay. Now, there may be announcers that are more versatile and they can do anchoring and play by play and podcasting and talk radio. But on a top list of best play by play guys in America, Jim Nance is on that list. By the way, there's a lot of people at this company and other companies that are great. I'm not singling out Jim. Jim's great. He's an all timer. He can do football, golf, college basketball. He's great. But that's what Jim does. Now, that doesn't mean he can't have a podcast, but he's not an elite podcaster. Debo, a big part of Debo, two elements. One is Kyle Shanahan's offense, and two, he's great running the ball out of the backfield. Okay. He's a bully. He's not a great wide receiver talent.
3: So He's he just... was injured this past season because they ran him into the ground the season prior. Yeah. Two thousand twenty-one, top three in the NFL yards per scrimmage from mm. scrimmage mm. and staggering stat that I did not know until just looking this up. <laughs> okay, what is it? Guess who led the NFL in yards per reception? Pretty important stat for a receiver in two thousand twenty one. Debo Samuel led the league eighteen point two yards per catch. Oh.
2: Oh. Led the league. Wow. In yards per reception, pretty good stat. Hey, everybody, Debo had a good year. (laughs) Devontae Adams, yeah, once Debo had a good year. Every sports had a guy with a good year. You want to make a top 10 best receivers in the league? Jamar Chase has been good the minute he stepped onto the field. Yes. Justin Jefferson, the minute. Devontae Adams, you're talking about Cooper Cup took a few years. A.J. Brown showed up in Philly. Super Bowl with with the uh, near MVP of the league. Oh, by the way, it's pretty nice, good
3: living for Jamar Chase to walk into the league, and you've got this guy by the name of Joe Burrow, yeah. who's already an incredible quarterback. Yeah. Do you want me to rattle off the QBs that Debo Samuel said? The poo-poo
2: platter of Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. Yeah, like, yeah, must be nice when your tight end, Hall of Fame tight end, has to be doubled. And your coach is a genius, and your run game is unstoppable, and the roster—again, yeah. it, it must Fair. be nice when you're going out to pass on a third and one and a second and four because your run game is so profound. And <laughs> uh, by the way, Brandon Ayuk's on the other side, Kittle there. Oh, by the way, you got to put you got to put your linebackers, move them up to get McCaffrey out of the backfield. He's the best receiving back in the league. Debo is surrounded by greatness, helping elevate him. DJ Metcalf, last couple years. DK Metcalf last couple years. Doug Baldwin retired. It's him and Tyler Lockett.:
3: he also had Russell Wilson future: yeah, Hall of Last year had Gino Smith yeah, one
2: year with Gino. By the way, I want to get to this before I get to my guest, who's sitting around getting tired of us yelling, I, I want to get to this." So there is no NFL running back controversy. They're upset because they're not getting paid. They are, actually. Just not as much as they want. Here's Austin Eckler, a kid I like, talking about not getting the contract he wants. I've been pretty vocal about this just because, you know, it, it, it's not good for our running back market as far as capital coming in. It's putting like a ceiling on it. Um, there's no new contracts being made. There, um, there's no new comparables that are actually relevant because there's been a, a set number set on guys. Um, and so, you know, it's from a player's aspect, we have no control of that. Yes, you do. Running backs are still getting paid. The worse quarterback you play for, the more valuable you are. Saquon was offered a contract by the Giants. They were a part two million bucks. He rolled the dice. Giants wouldn't budge. They had a price. Same with the Patriots on D-Hop. They wouldn't budge. There's a market for D-Hop and Saquon. So running backs are getting paid. So whenever the it comes to contracts, I've been doing this for 30 years. The media's Take is always pay the player, they're being taken advantage of. That's always the media's take. Players are getting screwed. The media has told me how Thursday night football is unethical. The players share in revenue for the $1 billion contract Amazon played for Thursday games. They paid a billion dollars for one year. 52.48, players sharing it. The players in my lifetime have always said, We'll take the money and play another game. Schedule used to be 14, then 16, now 17. Players have always said, we'll take more money. Always. And they share in revenue. has told me the gambling is unethical. The owners make a fortune and the players can't even bet on games. Yes, the owners sign deals with like DraftKings and share the revenue with the players who can't bet on their sport, can bet, not at the facility or on their sport. Ooh, draconian rules. So when it comes to the media's take on players, it's always, give them what they want. You're taking advantage of them. Here's three indisputable factors that do not work in running backs' favors. Number one, Warren Sharp had a tweet yesterday. Quarterbacks now account for 21% of rushing touchdowns last year. A decade or so ago, it was 11%. It's doubled. Quarterbacks now account for 16% of all rushing yards last year, most in history. As the league has moved to mobile quarterbacks, They're doing more of the running backs work. Not good for backs. Number two, analytics prove that running backs may have been worthy of contracts, but in the last 10 years, the analytics say can't give a running back a second big contract. And number three, there hasn't been a Pro Bowl running back on a Super Bowl winning roster in 10 years, Marshawn Lynch. The last regular season rushing champ to reach the Super Bowl, Sean Alexander in 2005. These are all indisputable. Every sport has a skill or a position that analytics has changed. Shooters in basketball are simply worth more. In baseball, relief pitchers, the only stat that matters for hitters is OPS, slugging percentage and on-base percentage. Tony Gwynn today, Would be a running back. How much value would a single and doubles hitter have? This is the way sports work. Tight ends and wide receivers and edge rushers and quarterbacks have never made more. Running backs are more niche. They do get paid, but not the years they want. Steve Keim, a former GM who got burned on this once, talked about giving the running back the second big deal.
3: As long as you have a really good schematical approach and you run the football um, with determination and you obviously put an emphasis on it, you can have success with, we've seen, guys who are very solid third, fourth round picks. You know, when you get to 28, 29 years old, you're starting to look, look at an older player. Generally, the analytics will tell you that the second contract is not as productive in many regards as the first. You know, you want to reward the player, but at the same time, you got to be smart about it. And and generally, history tells us that paying backs is not the most uh, smart decision
2: in the NFL. That's not a controversy. I've got data on my side. I've got history on my side. I've got analytics on my side. It's not a controversy. If quarterbacks weren't getting paid, that would be a controversy. Or receivers. Or edge rushers. That would be a controversy. If Steph Curry couldn't get a good deal, even though he scores faster than any player, including MJ and LeBron ever, that would be a controversy. I got all the data on my side. All of it. All of it. History, data. The minute quarterbacks have been asked to move more because of rule changes, it's an offensive sport. It pivoted about eight years ago, nine years ago, whenever it was quarterbacks are now doing more of the running backs work. Of course, I'm going to pay them less. Of course, I'm not going to give them a second huge contract with very few exceptions. That's not controversial. It's business. Supply and demand. Ben Volan covers the Patriots for the Boston Globe. Covered them for a long time. Used to cover the Dolphins, by the way, in the Florida Gators down there for the Palm Beach Post, which is, by the way, one of the great writer gigs in the country. That's that's good living down there. Okay, so let's start with the Patriots. (laughs) So um I came out and I said, listen, part of free agency, it's a little like college recruiting. You gotta put on your salesman hat. It's just, you know, NFL coaches, mostly the ones that stay in the NFL, they don't want to do the recruiting crap. They don't like it. But you have to do it for free agency. You gotta sell your vision. And and I said with D Hop, they have a number one quarterback Belichick's a legend, Bill O'Brien's a great offensive coach, steady offensive line, not run dominant. It felt like an easy sell to DeHop. He chooses a team that doesn't have a vision at quarterback. O-line was in peril last year, run dominant. Most of their best players are on defense. So it felt like to me, Bill, sell your vision. Although Patriot fan could argue it was all about the money. Do you believe the Patriots, it was all about the money. They sold their vision clearly and DeHop didn't care.
4: I don't think the Patriots sold their vision clearly because I do think it was about the money. And I don't think, Colin, that the Patriots were ever totally serious about DeAndre Hopkins, certainly not being the top bidder. Because I think that's pretty clear why he chose the Tennessee Titans. That was the best offer he was going to get. And for reports and everything out there, the Patriots weren't even really that close. They weren't even in the ballpark. And that's that's been Bill Belichick's MO, certainly at wide receiver, uh, throughout his his tenure with New England, they'll they'll get guys like a Randy Moss, but they won't pay him. They'll get Randy Moss on a bargain contract. I think. Look, you also have to consider Mac Jones is not the best sell. You know, it's not like the Patriots have the most dynamic offense. Belichick is not known to be the most fun uh, coach to play for. Um, DeAndre Hopkins has a history with Bill O'Brien, probably not all great. Uh, O'Brien traded Hopkins away, and they supposedly didn't have such a great relationship. So those things could have been overcome if the Patriots were really serious about trying to get DeAndre Hopkins. And I think all they had to do was just increase their offer by a couple more millions, and they could have had a number one receiver. But yeah. once again, they keep their, their checkbook closed, and they let Hopkins go to another team, and they give Mac Jones you know, a pretty mediocre, uh, not, an uninspire, not an inspiring list of, of weapons to work with.
2: Yeah, Devontae team. Barker, by the way, last three years, is the least capable receiver in the league three straight years of separating. So again, you're putting stress on Mac Jones to have a new coordinator – no number one receiver, and re-signing Devontae Parker, who simply doesn't separate. I don't love the support system for Mac Jones. I will say this. I, th- I said this earlier about Saquon Barkley. Um, I would have franchise-tagged Daniel Jones, and then I would have told Saquon, listen, we're not going to give you a new deal yet. He would have been unhappy. But now he's resentful, because if you look at the numbers on Daniel Jones – He isn't just better with Saquon. He's completely reliant on him. When Saquon plays with Daniel, his passer rating's in the 90s. He's got a 3-to-1 TD interception ratio. When Saquon doesn't play, he's a backup. He's a 77 passer rating, more picks than touchdowns. So when you give the bag to the less talented player, I think it creates resentment. I would have franchise-tagged Daniel Jones and just had an unhappy... Saquon Barkley, not a resentful one. So there's a, I mean, your takeaway from the outside looking in, the Giants, Belichick's history, what do you make of what they did in New York and the running back situation we have in the National Football League?
4: Yeah, Colin, I totally see what you're saying as as far as Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley being disgruntled. But if Barkley is comparing himself to a quarterback, as far as what he's going to make, that, that's just not realistic. That, that's You have to to live in reality here. The quarterbacks in the NFL get paid. And while Daniel Jones did get a big bag of cash, he's still what, like the 10th or 12th highest paid quarterback? It's not like they put him in Patrick Mahomes' territory. I don't know the exact numbers of what Saquon Barkley turned down, but the Giants were willing to give him a multi-year deal. Yeah, they and it were. It sounds like the sides weren't that far off, so they were going to make him one of the higher-paid running backs, just not as high-paid as he wants. And look, I get it. I understand it, but... If you're Saquon Barkley, you have to live in reality. You're like you're a running back, which means you're like an automobile. There is straight line depreciation every single year that you play football. Yeah. And no matter how no matter how well he plays this year, he's not going to have more value next year. He's going to be a year older and with a year of more hits and more less tread on the tires. So I get it. He's disgruntled. He wanted more money, but you can't be comparing yourself to guys at other positions. That's just not realistic. It sounds like the Giants were willing to make him one of the highest-paid running backs that wasn't good enough for Saquon Barkley. So,
2: J-Mac and I went back and forth on this yesterday. I said, I think billionaires are very comfortable telling even good employees, we're moving off you. Um, I mean, I, I I work at a company, the Murdochs, moved off their movie division, highly successful, very profitable. They looked at the future of cinemas, streaming, and said, we're moving off movies. Uh, that, that was like, whoa. But when you're a business person, an entrepreneur, and have been successful, you're comfortable. Robert Kraft has had to move off multiple employees in his life. I don't think I don't think it's a situation with Belichick. If he has a losing record, they're clearly the fourth most talented team in their division. I could see him firing Bill. I don't think it's outrageous. I really don't. J-Mac's like, you can't say you're fired to Bill Belichick. Um, where do you land on that? Where do
4: Patriot fans land on that? Yeah, I definitely think, uh, even from what you hear kind of behind the scenes, that there's a lot of pressure on Bill Belichick to perform this year. Now, that's kind of a nebulous criteria. Um, making the playoffs will make his life a lot easier. Uh, if they go 9-8 and eight but miss the playoffs, I think he's probably safe. If they have a losing record again, if Mac Jones has another sideways season and the offense isn't better and the team is boring again, I definitely think Belichick is on the hot seat and there's a chance uh, that he doesn't come back next year. Now. Again, I think it would have to be a disastrous kind of season, uh, but 7-10 and, and Mac Jones screaming at the coaches again, like I definitely think that could happen. Bill Belichick uh, is 18 wins away from tying Don Shula, and he's also entering his 49th season. So next year is a huge year for him. Right. His 50th season coaching, and he could break Shula's record. But he's just Craft's uh, uh, not just going to give him that opportunity if they go six and eleven or seven and ten, right? And it's a disaster. After you know, last year uh, the bizarre decision to put Matt Patricia in charge of the offense to go into a few seasons ago with Cam Newton as your quarterback and not try harder to find a quarterback. Their Belichick has had some head scratching uh, decisions and roster building moves since Tom Brady has moved on, and the team has been very mediocre. They're one of the least sexy teams in the NFL right now. So if it's another season like that. Get five years without a playoff uh, win for the Patriots. I I definitely think Belichick's going to be on the hot seat this year. And that's just not me talking. I've talked to a couple of people who are his friends, who have been in the building within the last few years. They're worried that he's on the hot seat too this year.
2: Yeah, I see eight and nine. What say you? Where do they land?
4: At best, maybe nine and eight. I I do think they're a little bit better. I like the Juju Smith-Schuster signing. I think he's going to give them a nice physical presence over the middle. Bill O'Brien should make the offense a little more cohesive and coherent and just certainly less dysfunctional than last year. Um, So I do think the Patriots are going to surprise some teams and, and be competitive, but they play in a brutal division. And frankly, the entire AFC is just stacked and it's, it's hard to, when you put them up on, on paper against other teams, they just don't have the horses. They have a very dull roster with a lot of B level players. They're, they're missing the superstars and I just don't know how I feel about the quarterback either. So yeah, 8 and 9, 9 and 8, they're going to be right in that area and if that's what it is, Robert Kraft's going to have an interesting decision to make after the season.
2: Ben Volen, good stuff. Updates on the Giants and the Patriots. Ben Azoa's continued success. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. So he's got people inside the building that are telling him Bills friends are concerned. Let me ask you. So 17 wins, 50th year, 17 wins from Shula. If they go eight and nine and finish fourth, and they absolutely have the fourth best roster in the division. I have Miami winning it, Buffalo second, Jets a feisty third, New England. And they go eight and nine. I think, I think, the, I think it's going to go 12 wins for Miami, 11 Buffalo, nine or 10 Jets, best division in football, Patriots about eight. So my, my question is, would you then say to Bill, listen, we got like one more year on Max contract. I want you to get Don Shula's record. I'm going to give you one more year. We're going to announce it together. It's your last year. Would you do the soft landing or fire him? What would you do? You own the franchise. So it's,
3: it's funny. We talked about this. Was it Monday? Yeah. I've already forgotten. And I said, how do you fire Belichick? And there's really no answer, but a friend, you remember the movie, um, the usual suspects. Yeah. Okay. So Kevin Spacey was asked, it's not a spoiler. The movie's been out for 30 years. Um, how do you shoot the devil in the back? And it was like a question that they were like, Oh wow. Interesting. How do you fire Belichick? I don't think there is a legitimate way you can actually push him out. And I'm going to call him the greatest coach ever. Other people will say Shula. Asante Samuel clearly disagrees. Anyways, I'm telling you, there's zero circumstances where Belichick is fired. There is none. They will have to agree that Belichick says he's ready to move on. Kraft will not. I'm just telling you, he's not doing it. I know all the reporters, Bedard, Curran, uh, Volant, all these guys, they, they know the Patriots well. We could say hot seat. They're not firing Belichick. That's just not happening, Colin. Unless there's some major scandal or more cheating. uh, You think they would actually fire Bill
2: Belichick? As I said yesterday, I think billionaires are very comfortable pivoting off even very good employees. This is not a very good employee. This is a historical figure in the National Football League. Let me ask you. When Rupert Murdoch pivoted off our movie business, you you ever look at how great... The movie business was. When We had a small independent searchlight division that was hitting home runs. We'd been involved in blockbuster but there were movies. Market
3: forces at play like that. Oh, oh,
2: oh, interesting. There are market forces. You, you, play. Oh, market forces, league league forces for Bill has Belichick pivoted to an offensive league, and Bill is tone deaf completely on offense. So, market forces.
3: I'm trying to think. Greatest coach uh, NBA history. Uh, Arubac is up there, obviously. But, like, you don't – Pat Riley, I don't think, got fired anywhere he's been. He's never – you're not fire Pat Riley. Um, Andy Reid, you think at some point he's going to get fired by the Chiefs? Like, you just don't do this to great coaches. That's Mm -hmm. how you really, really go go down the tubes, which I would love because I don't like the Patriots. Come
2: come on. Maybe I'm wrong. I just – I have lived in this corporate legacy media world where i've seen legends let go by billionaires for a variety of factors market forces controversial underdelivering not as productive too much ego controversy i just think if they're 7 and 9 remain the most boring team in the league have signed contracts to receivers that can't separate this is an entertainment product they're not entertaining anymore they're boring <laughs> I don't know. I, hey, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm right on the Justin Fields topic and the Debo topic. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I, I, <laughs> hold on. This is great. So I think the Patriots uh, end the
3: season with the Jets in Week 18, don't they? Yeah. I don't think What if that were Belichick's last game against the Jets and the Jets beat them? Like beat them down and get into the playoffs. Oh, gosh. It's delicious. Uh, wait, let yeah. me just do check the Jets' schedule. Just hang tight. Right, yeah. um, it's brutal early, Jets- easy, late. The Jets do close out at New England January 7th.
2: And what Aaron, Aaron finishes off Belichick's career. Now, that would be something.
3: The other thing is, Belichick could just argue to the end, like, hey, it's not my fault that we stunk. Mac Jones is garbage. I, I didn't want him. He could just say, I had to
2: settle for Mac Jones. Get me a quarterback. You're not letting me go out with Mac Jones. That would be very convenient considering Bill runs the draft. Another fair point. <laughs> my scouting department That's what I always judging. say, Jerry Jones had a great line about Twitter. I don't want to be on it. I want deniability. (laughs) When you want all the power in life, I don't want it at Fox Sports. I want our management to have power. I'm just some talking head. Three hours compensated, go home. And then Kraft, hold on, Kraft's counter. Well, you ran Brady out of here. And you know what Belichick was saying? That's right. That's right. You made me trade Garoppolo. Bill's got so much power. There are no scapegoats. There are no... Finger pointing. Bill runs the organization. That's the downside to power. If there's controversy at Alabama and cheating, which there never has been, you got to blame Nick because he controls every facet of the program. Can't do one of these, Rick Bettino. I didn't know there was a brothel 40 (laughs) feet from my office. You you can't do, you know what I mean? You can't do one of these. "I, I, I don't know what's going on. That's the downside. That's why I don't want too much power. Power means no deniability. So Belichick runs the operation and Kraft can absolutely in his mind say you ran tom off okay you ran tom off you couldn't get along with mac jones you ruined his early career that's an easy thing for a billionaire and i don't see Kraft as impulsive at all but he's going to have some arguments if they don't make the playoffs again and are seven and ten well they're not making the playoffs we agree but is there a world where I need to look at the Garoppolo contract
3: with the Raiders. What if it goes south, McDaniels is fired, Garoppolo stinks? Could Garoppolo be the quarterback for the Patriots next year and Belichick sell Kraft on, hey, man, this is a guy I drafted. Okay, you got San Francisco Super Bowl. Like, uh, get that, me Garoppolo. That, that, forget that, Mac Jones. Get me Garoppolo. In
2: 2024, in a division with Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tua, in a conference with Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Jackson, Herbert, you're selling Robert Kraft on, hey, old rickety Jimmy G will get us back rickety. to the Bromita. He's
3: better than McEnroe Jones under center. Come on. You you, you let Mac, Mac Jones over Garoppolo?
2: Oh, stop it. At this point, because of the injuries? Yes. you got to consider everything. I'd rather take an injury-ridden Garoppolo over whatever Mac Jones is. And I'm not anti-Garoppolo, but I think they have literally gotten in the way of Mac Jones. I have sympathy for any athlete where I think he's got talent. Like, Mac Jones came into the league as a rookie when they were more functional, and was, like, pretty good. Oh, easiest schedule ever.
3: It's do- Well-documented. That was a cupcake schedule. They've done nothing since.
2: Well-documented by Jets fans or well-documented by P- reasonable perhaps people? Perhaps by a Jets fan.
0: Want more H.E.R.D.? The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week, within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like.
2: Hi, it's the H.E.R.D. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win.
1: Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. Also available in Grapefruit and Lavender Scents at a nearby retail store.
2: lot of stuff going on today. Eddie George last hour. Running backs are furious with the league, even though they are getting paid not as much as they want. Um, you know, that's the world we live in. I'm, I, am, I am siding with NFL front offices because they're leaning into, like, baseball and basketball. Analytics sports wasn't terribly mathy um, for most of my life. And in the last 10 years, all the sports have been driven by analytics. It makes for smarter and more efficient sports. And these front offices rely on it. And the data is clear. Signing running backs to a second big contract, do it at your own peril. It's a salary cap league. I support the teams on this. If they were holding out on quarterbacks, wide receivers, and left tackles, I'd be questioning their sanity. Running backs? Find me the last dominant running back for a Super Bowl winning team. It was a decade ago. It was Marshawn Lynch. And oh, by the way, Hall of Fame coach, potential Hall of Fame quarterback, and the best defense in 15 years in the league. So Marshawn Lynch was valuable. The Legion of Boom was the story. It was the defense with Marshawn Lynch that was the overriding story. That's why it had a nickname. The lead, we don't give defenses nicknames very often, like like the Steel Curtain for the Steelers, Orange Crush for the Broncos. Legion of Boom was a top four or five, like, no-name defense in Miami. Even a great defense where well, they couldn't figure out a name, they gave it the no-name. You know, there, there was the Monsters of the Midway. 85 Bears. Right, like an all-time defense. So even the last time the running back was the star, The defense was actually historically great. Marshawn Lynch is not a top 10 running back. That was a top five defense. That was the last defense. I mean, remember Peyton Manning Super Bowl? That Seattle defense was so good. It's the only time I've seen in my life Peyton Manning literally look like he wanted off the field. Like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm out. It was overwhelming. It was the fastest defense, the last defense in the league that was so fast, that the defensive players look faster than the offensive players. That's usually not the case, right? Like your running backs are faster than linebackers, your receivers faster than safeties. The safeties felt like they were faster than other teams' receivers. So it's not a running back. My point is the data is clear. You know, like, like, like here, I'll give an example. It used to be 10 years ago, that 55-inch flat screen TV. People would line up for it. Now they still want screens, but they want them on their phone. Is the television industry, is the screen industry anti-flat screen? Or has the world changed? We all want screens. It's called our phones. It used to be the flat screen. Now they give them away. Nobody's anti-flat screen. We're pro-technology. NFL is pro-data. The media is always like, pay the player or it's unjust. The players are making almost 50% of league revenues on gambling, Thursday night football, but they've got salary caps. So if you don't want to follow data in your life, like newspaper guy, media guy, if you don't want to fire, fo- you know, follow data in your career, go for it. But my entire career has been following the platforms, following and chasing the audience. Not stubbornly saying I'm never going to. Podcast started. Got on them. TikTok. I'm on it. Radio. I'm on it. TV. I'm on it. Why? Nobody's got anything against me, but the world changes. I'm chasing the consumers. Nobody's anti-flat screen TV. Nobody's anti-running back. By the way, they still have all the money. They're still spending all the money. They're just spending it differently. It's not like the budget shrunk. Every year, the salary cap goes up. It's not like the owners are hoarding more of it to buy another yacht. They're all spending the money. They're just spending it on edge rushers. It'd be totally different if the league, because the owners now, obviously the revenues for the league have exploded. The salary cap's not shrinking, it's going up. So they're paying money, they're just paying it to different people. It's not a controversy, right? In my industry, cable TV is shrinking. There's not as much money, so you have to do a side hustle. I don't think anybody has it against me, I know what's happening to my industry, you, you want to do headline news after the break? I kind of went in a rant there. It, it's your show, so I'll, I'll defer to
3: you here. You got me so worked up on that Debo Samuel well, thing. You, you, by the way, you missed out. A small correction. You forgot about the New York sack exchange with Mark Gastineau and the New York Jets talking about powerful defensive lines. No, in, I, I didn't forget 80s. it.
2: <laughs> I just didn't
3: include it. So I don't want to infringe on this great rant that you just had, but I think the problem is Austin Eckler bro, you're not going to get paid by the Chargers. Like, Justin Herbert's getting all the money just the way that the Chiefs are giving Mahomes all the money. We get that. But with the Giants, it's tricky because I think you and I would agree. I would have figured out Barkley first, paid him for two or three years, and then, sorry, sorry, Daniel Jones, you're getting the tag. I don't disagree with that. So we would agree with that. So not all running back situations are created equal.
2: Josh Jacobs is is a tricky one. Oh, no, I think he is of tremendous value. Yeah, and your quarterback... See, the we don't Raiders, even know what you got there. The Raiders are going to draft a quarterback next year. We don't know how high, though. It could be one or 15. I, I think it's going to be, yeah. But I, they're going to have a top 10 pick, and they're going to draft a quarterback. Fair. So you, if I ran the Raiders, there's an argument to be made that we want this kid to come in with Devontae Samuels, left tackle Colton Miller, yeah. uh, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and be ready to go. Caleb Williams or Drake May is ready to go. Josh Jacobs, to me, has real value because the team's in chaos. They're not great at quarterback. They're, they're going to be drafting a quarterback, so they're going to get four or five years of exactly. not paying the quarterback. Yeah. So Josh Jacobs, I would get. But the problem is Daniel Jones has been there for four years, and it, he hasn't delivered except when Saquon's on the field. They so,
3: didn't even pick up his fifth-year option. They did not believe in Daniel Jones a s- year ago. They still don't.
2: Well, I don't know. The the owner owner $39 million or whatever. Yeah, Owners still run it. But again... Going back to this running back thing, the owners aren't keeping the money. They're just spending it on different players. Reallocation of Like in, of new, funds, in the I newspaper think. business. They just don't make as much money. Craigslist killed the classifieds. People don't read long-form journalism like they used to. The advertising's down. Subscriptions are down. People are buying papers and selling them, billionaires. The money's gone away. Nobody's anti-sports writer. Many of those sports writers who have moved to television, Stephen A. Smith, have gotten rich. Rick Riley, Mitch Album, they've moved into podcasting or radio. Nobody's anti-sports writer. The revenue's shrunk. The owners in the NFL are making more, and they're paying more to quarterbacks and edge rushers and receivers. So the argument everybody's against running backs, it's not that they're not buying other yachts. You know, it's not what they're doing. They're just trying to figure out in a salary cap sport, who do we pay? If you ask me, if I ran an NFL team and there were six positions like we did this last week. I had to pay six positions. Quarterback 1, left tackle 2, edge rusher 3, weapon 4, corner 5, I would go and I told you this, I would go to second weapon like, second receiver or great tight end, six. But that's the thing. A guy like Eckler can be as valuable as a number two receiver. But the problem is, Herbert's great, and they have yeah. three receivers they like. Like, they have Palmer, Mike Williams, for and now, Keenan. Yeah. So they, now they're, 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 I think they're suboptimal. To one tight of the end. receivers
3: is not going to be here right. this time
2: next year. And Eckler's probably going to be gone. Yeah. So it, I, listen, I feel for Austin Eckler. He's one of those guys that didn't get paid early or now. But Zeke got paid early. Yeah. There's no reason Eckler can't
3: go somewhere.
2: Yeah, he's valuable. And help. Okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, where you? Runner, you know where he'd be great? Carolina Bryce Young. They're not paying anybody on offense on that franchise. Nobody's making any money in Carolina on offense. They got a young left tackle. They got a young quarterback. Receivers are young. They're not paying anybody. And he can catch. Like Austin Eckler in Carolina... Pam, That's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, Eckler could land in Arizona next
3: year if they get the yeah. number one pick. And number one pick, Caleb Williams. Hey, we need we need playmakers running. We need dump off guy in Austin Eckler who's going to catch a hundred balls. Arizona has little. I mean, so little talent on the outside at receiver. I mean, so they're going to be in the market for some good running back
2: next year to help Caleb. Williams. The Chargers could use a little front seven help defensively. Call Carolina. They have a surplus. Carolina could use an all-purpose running back. They had one in McCaffrey. He's gone. Go get Eckler. He'd be cheaper. Like there's a place for him. But it's you know, this idea that everybody's out to get running backs. It's just it's a it's a it's a non It's a silly take. Um, End of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything doubled. Discover.com slash Matt.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me,
2: three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
1: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
6: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer.
3: Saturday, it's Baseball Night in America on Fox. MVP favorite, Ronald Acuna Jr. Leads the dominant Braves against the Brewers. Or the White Sox take on the Twins. Saturday at 7 Eastern on Fox. Check for the game
2: in your area. Braves going to win the World Series. I will unveil my Dark Horse National League team. I'm going to bet the most I've ever bet in a baseball team. I was going to do it today. We're busy. And you're all (laughs) freaking out about the weather because it's hot in Arizona. You're freaking out about Debo
3: Samuel... (laughs) Actually, it's hot in Europe right now. Yeah. Shout out to anyone listening in
2: Rome. By the way, you know what it is in Rome every July? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona, August. When's the last time July and August? You said, "You know where I want to go to cool down? Tempe." <laughs> I don't I listen, I'm not saying cli- I'm not saying there's not climate change, but Arizona being hot in June, July. How about 110 degrees for 3 street, 3 straight weeks? 110 or more. That's staggering. Never before, according to Phoenix. According to Phoenix? Yeah, the Phoenix meteorologists, you know? According to a guy in Phoenix, it's never uh, been hotter.
3: A Jabroni in Phoenix <laughs> on the internet.
0: J-Mac <laughs> with the news. No,
4: no, no, no. Turn on the news.
0: This is the herd line. According news. to Phoenix, it's hot. Oh. Uh, two,
3: <laughs> two on the Dolphins are trying to make the playoffs again. Hopefully maybe win one this time. Uh, They reached the postseason last year for the first time since 2016. (laughs) Looking for their first playoff W since 2000. (laughs) Yesterday, Tua talked about why his team can compete in the AFC. I think we're definitely legit contenders. There's no doubt with the guys we have on the defensive side of the ball, with the guys we have on the offensive side of the ball, and now with this being the first time as an offense, we get to come back understanding the play's already kind of molded into the offense a little more, I think. I think
2: it can get very, very scary, pretty dangerous. I'm going to have a top five hot take board for tomorrow in the NFL. I'm telling you right now, and I don't think it's a hot take. Miami is supplanting Buffalo as the kings of the AFC East. That team, I had a discussion yesterday with a buddy of mine who loves football. Has anybody looked at Miami's roster? Freaking loaded. It's good. The O-line's okay. The rest of the roster is stacked with one of the best offensive coaches and one of the best defensive coaches. Miami's winning that division. I love that roster.
3: When you do your Dolphins hot take in hot take happy hour, do you think we can do a Jets-Dolphins side-by-side roster comparison?
2: It's not even close. I, I think know the, the Dolphins, Jets. the
3: Jets is better. I know.
2: Dolphins' seventh best player is Bradley Chubb. Eighth best player. And Bradley Job comply. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a factor.
3: Uh, next up, Green Bay Packers. They're signing USFL MVP and champ Alex Magoo. They'll join a <laughs> Packers quarterback room with Jordan Love and Sean Clifford. Uh, this list is staggering. Look at the Packers quarterbacks. They got all guys under 28 and younger and a total of 83 NFL pass attempts. Danny uh, Eatling. He was a good
2: college quarterback, I think. Danny Eatling, yeah. the Penn State kid. Um, Sean Clifford, and then Alex do no. uh, You know what? I, I watched him play. He, he's he's like Taylor Heineke. He's he a can gamer. spin it. Yeah, no, he's okay. He's they, fine. They spay that in football, he, right? He's For a run He's a run guy. He's okay. He's a backup. He's fine. Good luck to him. Six wins. Final story
3: to the NBA, where Dave McMenamin of ESPN is is reporting. He's confident. Anthony Davis oh. will enter training camp with a new contract? Oh. There were reports last month the Lakers oh. were in no rush. I think you and I both agreed. AD's an eight-time All-Star, not eligible to sign an extension until after August 4th. This is staggering to me. Uh, maybe they'll bury it on a Friday news dump like when the college football season So you're starts. with me on this one that
2: I'm not giving yeah. them an extension? Why? Wait until the season's halfway. I
3: think there's the fear of losing him and LeBron, but you know what? I'd rather bottom out. I, I got to see what they have draft pick-wise. I like AD. You like him more than me. No, 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 no. You had him as the number one uh, player and
2: put the postseason this Dude, year. sometimes I'm just filling space. Dude, ooh, wow, what a what an admission. They're gonna clip that and put well, it on the internet. No, I'm just I like him, but and I like him a lot. I I'm not anti Anthony Davis. I'm anti giving Bigs who have had injury issues extensions early. I don't get it. <laughs> so you don't want to pay Anthony Davis or running backs. <laughs> You're so funny. It's a joke. It was the, a joke. These God. running backs are getting paid, just not what they want. Yes, they're getting paid. Austin Eckler's going to get somebody. Is going to step up. If I was Carolina and Frank Reich, I'm going to call him today. I'm going to text. I'm going to. I'm going to text Frank Reich. That's how presumptuous.
3: Yeah, I am. I'm going to. I'm going to DM Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I don't know if he'll reply, but I'm going to. I'm going to be like, Come on, fight the good fight, Saquon. Jets fan,
2: Jason over here. <laughs> You're the last guy you should listen to. You'll lead him down the wrong path. Oh,
0: please. You're, you'll
2: DM him. Sit out the season.
0: No. You're I would never worthy.
3: No, 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 no. Although, I don't recommend that because Le'Veon Bella blew up in his face badly. Um, the answer but is, I, I think we would see what the Giants are without Saquon
2: is a total trash team, like six wins, maybe. Yeah, the answer is never not show up for work. In any industry, uh, that's never the answer. The answer is show up for work. I've always had a theory. When I've been mad at my bosses, I always, I always say, "I'll never cheat you a day. I may leave, but I'll never <laughs> cheat you a day." I think it's a, I think it's a stain on your personal resume, not showing up for work in any industry. Ooh, that's pouting. I don't pout. I hold grudges, but I don't pout. Yeah, you do. All right, we got to get out of here, Jay Mack with the news. All right, we. Um, I'm going to try to recover. These first two hours is just me trying to create some common sense in this uh, in this show. I'll try to
1: reboot hour three. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.
6: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack.